Emmy. I think I know what we should do next for what this smells like for which person. I think we should do sports. Okay, that's a great idea. We'll pick athletes and decide what fragrances they would wear. Yeah. I'll have to do some homework on that. That's your homework assignment for today. Hello, and welcome to An Aromatic Life. So aren't they so great? You're going to hear all about my guests today. That was just a little preview. I'm so excited to share this conversation with you because my guests today are doing something really great that I hope more of us will do, honestly. And that is to encourage children to smell more, to engage with their sense of smell regularly, not in a forced way, but in a fun and playful way. You know, children are naturally inclined to use their senses to explore the world around them from an early age. And they're incredibly curious and open-minded about what they discover. But I think we have to be honest with ourselves that as a society, we quickly steer children in a certain direction. We have them use mostly their eyes and their ears to make sense of the world. I was reflecting on my own childhood and then my children's younger years, and it was pretty consistent. We were always encouraged to do visual things like draw, paint, listen to someone reading a story to us, sing songs, maybe even do some arts and crafts. But never were we asked to engage with our sense of smell. It's just not done, which makes me really sad, to be honest, and which is why I think my guests today are so wonderful. They're doing something that I hope more of us will do with the children in our lives. Because if each of us takes the step to encourage just one child to use their sense of smell more, maybe we can begin to change things a little. As you listen to this episode, think about the children you know, whatever their age. Mine are in their 20s. It's never too late to start. Even if you don't have children, you may be an aunt or an uncle to someone, or even a grandparent. And you don't even have to live with the child, as you'll learn from my guests. They don't live near each other, and they still make it work. It's awesome. So let me introduce you to my guests. Xavier is nine years old and in the fourth grade. He has an Instagram account called Xavier Junior Fragrance Reviewer, where he shares his thoughts on all things fragrant. As you're going to hear, he has a big imagination for the who, what, and where of perfumes. Joining him is Emily Shaber, an indie perfumer who happens to be Xavier's aunt and partner in crime. Emily started her fragrance brand Shelter in Perfume during the pandemic in 2020, and through her line aims to lift moods, brighten days, and connect noses and minds to places and people they love. What's most wonderful is that she gives back a percentage of sales of every full-size bottle to organizations led by and for Black and Indigenous people of color. What she and Xavier are doing is a wonderful example for us all. You don't have to love perfumes to do this, by the way. You just need to have a curious nose. So let's get started. Enjoy my conversation with Xavier and Emily, and be sure to stick around to the end, where I recap some of the fun-smelling activities you can do with children in your life. This is An Aromatic Life, the podcast that aims to shed light on our beautiful sense of smell and increase its profile in a culture dominated by sight and sound. 
My name is Frauke Gallia. I'm a certified aromatherapist and smell coach who spent over 20 years in and around the fragrance industry. What I know for sure after all these years is that our sense of smell is powerful, yet is so underappreciated. There's so much we can do to harness our sense of smell to be well. So join me as I explore this mesmerizing sense from all different angles and learn what it can do for you. Enjoy the show. Well, I want to welcome you to an aromatic life, Xavier and Emily. Thank you so much for both being here. I'm really excited to talk to you both. Uh, I'm excited to talk about how we can get children to smell more and get parents to get there. I don't want them to force their children to be smelling things and to enjoy it. So that's really the goal, to make it enjoyable. And Xavier, you're such a wonderful example of somebody who really, at least from my perspective, what I see is somebody who enjoys smelling things and, and talking about scent in particular, right? So before we get started, I always like to ask my guests, I'll start with you, Xavier, when I say sense of smell, what kind of comes to mind for you? So sense of smell, when I think of it, I think about what could possibly be in fragrance. And there's so many smells that there's a lot. And yeah. so it's my mind is, can I have like another description of it? Because there's so many smells, I don't know where to begin. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? But your sense of smell is also really, go ahead. I think it's really good. It's a good thing, right? Having a sense of smell. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. How about you, Emily? What does the sense of smell mean to you? It means in a lot of different ways. I think it means connections. Mm. So connections to people, places, times, but also I think connections that we start to make in our brain when we're learning, when we're training our noses and learning about scent. But I think then we begin to make connections between smells and that makes it even more exciting because we then get to apply something we've learned and then we get deeper into it. So all different types of connections. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's probably the answer I get most is comes with connection and connection means so many different things. I love that just comparing and connecting and uh, yeah. yeah, when you smell something different every time, it's like you get that feeling because when you smell it again, you're like, oh, I know how to describe this because I've smelled it before. Yeah, it's familiar yeah. suddenly, which is great. How does that make you feel when you smell something that you smelled before? I find it like if I'm going to, let's say I'm traveling, which I do a lot. Mm -hmm. So let's say I'm going from, I don't know, California to Arizona. It could get hot there. You kind of get that same smell from California because heat waves are pushing from California to Arizona. So when you think about Arizona, what kind of smells come to mind? I kind of smell like cactus and flowers and stuff. Mm -hmm. What you would usually smell in a desert. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a dry smell, isn't it? Yeah, kind yeah. of. But it, it was kind of humid today, so it just didn't really make sense to me. I'm like, how can it be hot and humid? It's not part of it. So Xavier, I wanted to ask you, can you remember when you first started enjoying smelling? Can you even remember that? It might be too hard. No, I think I could do it. So when I first enjoyed smelling, I think it was when I was really young and my mom lit a candle. Ooh. And I smelled it a lot. And I'm like, that smells really good. And that's where 
all of this began. Interesting. So you were curious about the smell or you noticed the smell? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really good because it smelled like a forest. Ah, very nice. You don't have many forests in Arizona, that's for sure. So that's really interesting. And Emily, so when did you first notice that Xavier was starting to be really interested in smelling? I think that his mom, because unfortunately we don't live all that close to each other. I'm in Oregon, so we don't get to see each other all the time. We, you know, of course we always make the most of our time together and we get to see each other on FaceTime often and talk about fragrance and everything else that way. And I think his mom would tell me about, you know, when he was really little and he was very into grooming products. You know, very like he liked his lotions, his deodorants. He liked to smell fragrances that people were wearing and just kind of always had a, I think, a grooming sensibility. And I think he also has, he would say an old soul, but I think an old nose. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because of the kinds of things that he really likes and enjoys that I wouldn't have been interested in as a child of Pujer or a Shifra. Right, right. Um, And he was very keen at picking up on things that you would, I don't think adults necessarily notice all the time. Like he mentioned something about, you know, how sometimes when new clothes smell kind of funny. And I was like, oh, they can have that kind of indole mothball sort of scent. Wow. So, you know, I don't think most people notice that necessarily, but it's something that he's noticed that is exciting. I mean, just just because we're such geeks about it, you know? But I think that's what, if I can pick up on that, just what you're saying right there is, it's one thing if a child is asking about smells or, oh, that smells good or making comments. And it's another for an adult to recognize that and then nurture it. Right? Yeah. It's most of us, it's just, oh, it's a comment. We let that comment right. pass. And the fact that Xavier's mom and that you and everybody around him yeah. took that and said, no, let's work with that. Let's, let's, yeah. let's like, go, yeah, let's, let's build, build on it. this. Yeah, let's build on it. Exactly. That's what I think is so special. And I, and I would encourage any listeners who have children, I don't care what age, I'm doing it with my 20 year old. <laughs> just, it, it's never too early to start. But if they ask or if they're curious about smells, why not go further or ask them, like, what do you think about this versus this and so on and so forth? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a sense that, what is it that when um, in an infant, they are able to identify their mother by scent by the time they're two weeks old. And so then, you know, little by little, we pay less attention to our sense of smell, but it's definitely absolutely there in a very limbic system sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Xavier, I wanted to ask you, do you have friends that also enjoy smelling? Kind of, sort of. I am telling them what I like to do, like after every recording thing I do with Emmy, I always tell them sometimes they might be watching, but not all the times. And tell them what I smelled and like how it was different from last time. And did they find that interesting? Uh, Yeah. Okay, because maybe they don't have people in their lives who talk about smelling that much, right? So the fact that they're hearing it from you is really nice. It's not something you hear about or you learn about much in school, right? Do you learn yeah. about Yeah, no, never. Never, <laughs> right? Yeah. You either learn it from somebody, but never in school. You learn how to draw things, right? You learn how to read. 
you and all your five senses, but smelling, you're like, I have a couple questions on smelling. Yeah, it's just, it's it's unfortunate, but we can try to change it a little bit. And you're doing a lot to, to change that, which is wonderful. I'm wondering also if you're, I guess your teachers don't do much by teaching because, you know, where the kids aren't asking the questions, the teachers are focused on the curriculum and the curriculum doesn't include smelling unless it's the five senses altogether. Sure, smelling comes up maybe a little bit, but it's never, you know, let's go outside and, and see what smells we have in our schoolyard or something like that. Never anything like that, right? Yeah. So let me ask you guys about the wonderful Instagram account you have, Xavier Junior Fragrance Reviewer. I hope everybody will check it out. I'll definitely leave the handle in the show notes so everybody can go check out what you do. But I'm just curious, how did you guys get started with this? What made you decide to do it? So I think during COVID, my aunt started up like a a fragrance business. And she wanted to ask any of my cousins, like if they wanted to do it. And I was like the first cousin that said, yeah, I'd I'd like to do this. And then that just got me here. Uh Uh-huh. Very nice. Yeah, I think because he was just interested and your mom asked me, what would be some good fragrances to get him for Christmas? And so I made some recommendations because he had smelled my things, of course. And, you know, you got to bring a child and smell all kinds of things and also, you know, support other indie perfumers. Definitely want everybody to do that. So he got some fragrances from Fragranted by Therese in Detroit and uh, reviewed those and um, reviewed some of mine and we just picked a way to make it fun you know so what would marvel characters wear or whatever because it's it's just fun that way yeah because it should be fun smelling is fun but talking about smelling instead of talking about the old standard fragrance industry talk that gets so old really really quick She's making faces. I love it. You hear that stuff, but there's so much more to talk about fragrance in, you know, from all all different cultural and historical points of view, of course, but also making it using our imaginations and just having fun. Exactly. And the more you think about it in different ways, the more you can also find the the vocabulary for it, which I think is so great. I mean, I want to know from you. How did you learn to describe smells? Because that's hard. Yeah. So how I kind of learned how to describe smells. So this was probably like my second time interviewing with Emmy for who should wear this. My mom gave me two papers. I think it was for the Muppets. And it was a wheel of what smells like this. So like it started out with the forest, then like desert, then ocean, then. Oh, so cool. The Muppets has this? I think it was a fragrance wheel, probably the Mandy Optel or another fragrance wheel. It's a great way to learn the vocabulary. Yeah. You got to have a starting point. Yes, exactly. So you kind of use those, you'd smell it. Tell me how you do it, Xavier, because you're going to help other kids who might be interested in doing this. So let's say you have your fragrance wheel in front of you and you start smelling a fragrance. What will you do? So first I'd kind of get like a good whiff of it, but not like too close. Cause then if you do it further away, you smell a different thing. Like which one is what? Mm-hmm. So I'd take a thumb away sniff mm-hmm. and then I would kind of look at my fragrance wheel 
to look at the options that would smell it. So I'd be like, does this smell like a forest? Does this smell like an ocean? Does this smell like that? Very good. And then after that, you'd go deeper into the wheel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of say, okay, if I realize this smells like your candle, for instance, right? You smell that candle that you loved, that your mom had? That was kind of a forest smell, right? And then mm-hmm. you'd look under the forest section and then you'd start to think about what you were smelling and put more words to it based on that? Yeah, pretty much. That's so great. I think that's such a great way to do it because as human beings, first of all, we don't have a lot of words for smell. It's not because we can't. There are societies that have a lot of words for smell. Of course. It's not here in the Western society. I think we just right? don't. Yeah. And then, and then things like bergamot. Okay, so that's not really a household word. So you have to have some guidance at a, a fragrance wheel or a person, book something, you know, and when you're a kid, then it's probably an adult in your life. But I remember him saying, it's a lot of lemon and lime. And I said, that is bergamot. So. Yes. But that's a fruit we don't have in our house. You no, know? we can't eat it either. So, right. yeah. so it's not something that, we you know, we don't have them growing all over around us or things. Yes. We don't, you know, maybe somebody has, you know, in their English breakfast tea with the bergamot, but who pays attention to that on your tea box? Nobody. Exactly. But yeah. No, and you're just making me also think what's really great is that you just start to find connections to things like, once you get bergamot and you're like, oh, that's like lemon and lime. What else that I smell around me at some point in my life has that same smell, right? And you yeah, start to exactly. find a lot of things that connect to the point of connection again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I don't know, Xavier, tell me, like when you do that, when you find something that's connected to something else, is that kind of fun? Uh, yeah, I find it really fun, actually. Yeah. You also made me think what's really fun is sometimes you get to smell things, especially in fragrances. A lot of perfumes, I mean, perfumes mostly are imagination, right? They like to recreate experiences or fantasies or magical things. A lot of them aren't based on the real world. It depends on the fragrance. But the ingredients themselves, do you get to smell the ingredients as well when you're with your aunt? Does she let you smell like the parts of the fragrance? We've done yeah. a little bit of that, but we're going to do more because Xavier, Mr. Darren has sent me some of those ingredients that he wants you to smell and see what you think of them. Oh. I've been doing a series with a content creator on YouTube, Equality Fragrances, and sending him some raw materials and then he's guessing what they are and it's, what? This is frankincense you know and and so it's a lot of fun and I think Xavier I think you're going to really enjoy it too because some things that smell really good in perfumes are super gross in real life like super gross things that come from whales yeah you'll see (laughs) Mm -hmm. that sounds interesting Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) some things smell really bad in nature but they make them smell really good in perfume it's pretty weird yeah, it's kind of fun. It's great. It, it is. It's, it's so good when that happens. Savi, so I'm just curious. So when you spray your fragrance on your skin, right? That's how you evaluate it? Or do you do it on a smelling strip? I do it on kind of both because if I have a lot of fragrance I'm doing, I have a piece of paper. Okay. And use up my arm. Mm-hmm. And then with that, I use the paper. And... Okay. So you do use both. Okay. When you first smell a fragrance... Do you kind of 
take the time to just see how it makes you feel? Do you ever think about just how it makes you feel? Because they can yeah. feel different, right? Some are not always so nice. Maybe some are really great where you're like, oh, I really like this a lot. Do you get do you get feelings when you smell? Do you feel certain things? Yeah. If I smell, let's say, something that reminds me of a place uh-huh. I've been to in a while, I'd be like really happy because I'm like, oh, it smells like that. Or those good chero- churros. Oh, yeah. <laughs> churros. Mm. I know, that's yummy. <laughs> you know what's so great about you being nine years old is that they say that scent memories are formed most heavily in the first 10 years of life. So the fact that you're smelling so much during these first nine years, 10 years to come is going to be so awesome for you as an adult. The amount of stuff that you're going to have in your memory bank is incredible. So well done. Tell him when he gets older, his friends are going to ask him for fragrance recommendations. Yes. You're going to keep doing this, I hope, right? I'm not going to stop until I make 10. I'm like, I did this for a year. Now I'm done. (laughs) You're going to keep going. As long as it's fun, I guess, right? Yes, exactly. When it's not fun anymore, then you move on. So one of the things that I love that you guys do on your Instagram account is the Snafari. So tell us about that. What is a Snafari and how did you think of that? (laughs) I think a snafari is basically we kind of go on like an adventure because when my aunt was here, I skipped a school day so we could go on a safari. We won't tell anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I think those are the best days to skip when you're out smelling. So I fully back you. So you just go out. When we go out, we kind of go to like interesting places that have uh, interesting smells. For example, two places was... Kind of near a movie theater, there was a row of flowers, like, when you turn. Uh And then one of those flowers smelled like a soda or something. Do you remember that, Emmy? You remember what some of them smelled like? They were poppies. Yeah. So Because it was on on a kind of busy street, so there was also the interference of car smell, (laughs) too. And one of the ones that you smelled, Xavier, was a mallow, and you said, oh, that does not smell good. (laughs) Right. at all and it didn't it didn't it had that kind of icky musky sort of smell a flower that did not smell good <laughs> yeah they don't all smell good right all no, the flowers. no. Oh, yeah. but we stopped and smelled lots of flowers and we smelled the different colors too because I've noticed I have four rose bushes and they each smell different they're the same variety but they each smell different the red smells different from the pink smells different from the yellow and and then there's tea roses and they smell not so much but they're the ones that I have and so then I started to smell the different colors you know as well and so there were some Xavier I don't remember what all of them smelled but there was one that you said it smelled a pool you thought it had kind of a chlorine ish sort of smell and there were some that I smelled and thought oh I think this has some methyl deantelis in it because I can smell it's kind of like a smoky creamy corn almost smell to it so that's a lot of weird things going on in a flower if you are using your perfumer's nose but the um, fact that you did that just on a side of a road you don't have to go to a fancy garden or no no I mean that's the whole point there's so much to explore just around you right yeah, for sure. There's thousands and millions of fragrant molecules around us at all times. Yes. There's so much to just smell in your kitchen or on your dinner plate or wherever. And then 
if the temperature changes, the wind direction changes, at any given moment, things change in the air. So what you smelled one minute changes the next minute, right, Xavier? Would you agree? Has that been your experience too? Yeah, temperature is always changing. Let's say if I go to that same flower spot and I go tomorrow and the same spot and the boat isn't busy, I'm going to say these flowers smell different. Yeah, exactly. Because it's the entire experience. It's not just the flower. It's the car exhaust. It's the smog, the sky. There's all kinds of different variables. In some places it might have rained. (laughs) You know, it just depends on what the situation is. Yeah, Yeah, that's so great. The phase of growth that the flower is in. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good point. Whether it's a budding or it's ending dying, it smells different at all points in a vase compared to outside. You can do that comparison. Exactly. I love the color one, though, because that's a really fun one to do, too. You can kind of say today I'm going to smell, I don't know, all things that are green. Mm-hmm. Anything I come across that's green, that would be kind of interesting to smell. See if there's any commonality between all green things. Yeah, all blue sure. things. <laughs> right. Stick yeah. your nose in your produce drawer and yeah. see the green, what the broccoli smells like compared to the bell peppers, compared to the jalapeno peppers or something. Yeah, and then the cucumbers. And then yeah, exactly. it goes on and on. There's a lot of green stuff. And then go outside and, you know, smell the grass that goes with the produce. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, does a cactus have a smell? Have you ever tried to, without getting too close and hurting yourself? <laughs> but exactly, uh-huh. they're kind of, nope. yeah, that'd be interesting to try to smell at, at, a, at a safe distance. <laughs> of course, you've smelled though. You can smell the flowers on a cactus, yeah. So it kind of smells fruity. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. And then some flowers don't have smells. That's always disappointing, but not every flower has a smell. That's not how they attract their insects or bugs, right? Mm -hmm. And it's funny how we say something smells bad. We might not like the smell of a flower, but that insect that comes and pollinates from that, they might be like, this is perfect for me. I really like this, right? And as a matter of fact, maybe the flower is saying, I don't want to attract the humans. I want to attract the bees. kind of thing so somebody loves that mallow out there (laughs) exactly exactly there's a reason it's emitting that kind of fragrance because it's it's trying to attract somebody anything else you want to say about the snafari i think it's the most fun and it's something that you it doesn't cost a thing you know that you can do with your kid you're just walking around wherever you live you don't have to live in the country or, you know, any smells are all around us. And so there's always something that you can smell. So that just makes it really, I think, extra fun and, you know, take a little longer outside or whatever you're doing and just enjoy, you know, literally take time to smell the roses. Right? <laughs> exactly. to smell the roses. So I think that's just something special that Xavier and I get to do that is more his interest than his other cousins. And probably he and I get to spend the most time, most often of all of my nieces and nephews. So it's just, it's something special that we get to do together. And you know how it's always cool to watch kids, what they learn and then the light goes on, you know, and so. And you're probably learning from him too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. That's what I would think. Cause they have no filters, just whatever comes to mind. And, and, That's exactly and, right. like, and you're like, I didn't even think of that. I, I have all these preconceived notions already about what, what it is. But yeah, that's yeah, what I sure. think is nice too, that they have new ways of looking at the world. And I yeah. love that. 
what's really nice too is that you have a really great connection with your aunt who doesn't live near you right but you guys do things just even through online there's ways mm -hmm. to connect right so there's also an opportunity for adults who might be listening who don't have children in their immediate life at, at home but either have nieces nephews or grandchildren even I don't know it's a wonderful way to connect and you don't have to be an expert in yeah, spelling you, yeah you don't have to be an expert as long as you know skills works exactly it helps That's exactly right and you know what you don't have to know what different mandarins smell this is a yellow mandarin versus this is a green or you don't have to know what ambergris is this that's almost the most exciting part because you learn to trust your nose right yes. so it's so easy to get caught up in well what does for grantica say are the notes who cares right like, who cares don't even look but there nobody should be looking opinions are yeah we can smell it on our own and see what we get from it yeah. And then trust your nose, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And trust that anything that you come up with, any words that you put to a smell, that's correct. It just is. That's right. It's, it's, they're your words. Nobody's going to tell you that's not what a, an orange smells like. Yes it, yes, it is. It's what you believe an orange smells like. That's right. As simple as that. That's yeah. right. I think it's so important to reinforce again and again, because I think people are afraid of smells. And the fact that you're not afraid, Xavier, makes me so happy. You just, you're like, I'm just going to smell it and see what I think it smells like. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> see, we yeah. should all have the confidence of a nine-year-old. Let's just go for it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I guess my last questions for you are, Emily, do you have any tips on how adults can help children engage with smelling more? What are some other things that you think, based on what you've seen and the interactions you've had with Xavier, what else do you think could be fun for people to do? I think that just the things around your house, you know, start there and, <laughs> and Asking a kid what they smell and not even for the fragrance experts and collectors and people who are very knowledgeable, we don't need to tell them what it is. Just let them enjoy it. You know, oh, that is, that's this Hawaiian sand cares. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and I don't know to what degree people do that with children. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but really anybody a child or another adult or young adult teenager whoever ask them what they smell and then you can kind of like oh I smell you know and just do it together mm -hmm. and to your point there's no right or wrong it's just what you smell and then the memory that it creates or calls forth and even the feeling, it could be any kind of emotion, right? Yeah, like, yeah. why am I so anxious when I smell lavender or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Something. Why am I so happy when I smell gardenia? But I think taking every opportunity you can, when something smells like something, notice it and mention it. And I think that as kids, I bet since, you know, you mentioned about how our scent memories are formed within the, our first 10 years. And I bet that kids use all their senses when they play, oh, yeah. right? But we don't 
ask them or think about scent all that much, but just as much as they have their hands in mud and they can see and hear everything out and taste and, and all the other senses, but it's just that we don't necessarily encourage or ask them about it and we just don't develop it. But the whole world, so we're just surrounded by fragrances, whether they're candles or it's the salad on your dinner plate or your new clothes or what the books smell like in your library at school, whatever. Your pets. Your, your pets. pets. Yes. Anything and everything. Your neighbor's house your mom's car versus your mom's friend's car. There's so many things around. And when we just notice them and then just ask, just ask yeah. the kid, what, what do you notice? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Such great advice. Thank you. Xavier, do you have any advice for kids what, based on what you've done? What would you tell other kids would be great to do? For the kids that might be scared of smelling, mm -hmm. it's okay if it smells good. You could just say however you want to say it. There's no wrong way how you say it. No, there is no wrong way to do it. And like you said, don't be afraid and maybe do it with somebody else so you don't have to do it all alone. So you can kind of just learn from the other person how they're doing it. Like you probably, when you're asking somebody to smell with you, they probably take your lead and go, ah, oh, I'm seeing what he's doing first. And then they might do it too. I think, Xavier, also, you're very open to smelling different kinds of things. Like the type of fragrances that you like the most, as far as I've seen, are pretty distinguished, mature. Interesting. Yeah. So we did an Instagram live where we smelled gourmands. Didn't really seem to be his thing so much as the more Darren Allen's Dorian's Fougere, number, uh, Sheeper number one, Vireo perfumes, warm pleatherette, things like this that are not mass appealers. Okay. So, so to say. And so, Xavier, you get to smell all kinds of different things. Some of them aren't really for you, but the ones that are, you can really tell when you like something. Do you know how you react when you really like something? You got a big smile, right? Yeah, big <laughs> smile, shoulders go up. Yeah, I like this. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. And it's like the, you know, you can't, if you're watching fragrance reviews, like you got to watch their face, really got to watch their eyes because it doesn't lie, right? And that their whole body, their whole, how they, they carry themselves. That's yeah. the other thing that yeah. I think is really great. Yeah, that kids can learn at a, at a young age is when they smell something is to pay attention to how their body reacts. So not only speaking, but also just observing their own body, because later on when you're older, if you're ever feeling kind of eh, down or something, if you can remember a smell that made you feel really good, maybe you can tap into that scent. And it lifts your spirit a little bit or yeah. either reminds you of something or it just feels good. Right. right. Everything isn't a big cerebral experience. Or, no. you know, some things just like some hand soaps just smell good. And That's you just correct. Enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. It could be the smell of your pencil or your pen. It just it smells good. So as we continue to talk, Emily began to ask Xavier about his latest theme that he wanted to explore, sports. We pick up there. 
the next fragrances I might send you if you want to do sports, right? Do you have any kind of thoughts initially right now? What made you think of that? And did you did you have somebody in mind? No, I was just thinking of like sports. Oh, okay. Any sport in particular? Maybe like basketball or something. Okay. So what would a basketball player wear? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. So do you think a basketball player might wear something different than a baseball player? Maybe because they're both two different sports and baseball players get more lower to the ground because they have to slide to a base. Well, and they're playing outside versus the gym. And so that smells really different because of the grass and the dirt. Okay, now we're thinking. And then you have golf, let's say. That would be different, right? There's probably water there. Yeah. Yeah, different kinds of trees. Interesting. There's also yeah. Formula One where they're in a car, but they might be sweating because it's really stressful to be driving around that track. Hot as heck in oh, there too. Yeah, and the tire <laughs> smell. Tell me what you guys do. So this is a really good exercise to know. So because you're not in the same town. So what you do is, Emily, what you do, you, you come up with we a just, team like you are now. Yeah, we just talk about it. And Xavier will text me sometimes and say, I think the next thing we should do is what Star Wars characters would wear different fragrances or Muppets or he comes up with it. It's, you know, it's great. It's, it's his thing, you know, and I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> I'm just here to mail things to him. To smell. And then you just um, mail things, different fragrances that you think might fit the theme. And then you discuss it. Is that what you do? I just pick whatever. And sometimes it'll be like we did gourmands one time, and then sometimes it'll be just a variety of different perfumes, some okay. by me, some by friends or other people I know or, or don't know, you know, too, yeah. and just see what he thinks, you know, and, and then he puts it all together with the, just like you're describing now, Xavier, with the where a basketball player plays versus where a baseball player plays what does this person this character where do they live what do they dress like where where do they spend their time and what might it smell like and so that's typically the direction i'm just i'm following his lead and sometimes i he knows he's gonna know these characters more marvel for goodness sake than i do and more star wars than i do and all those things so i rely on you my man <laughs> oh that's a great exercise i i Thank you for sharing that. I think that's a great thing people can do to, to connect. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it doesn't cost a thing, you know? I mean, you've got things that smell like something around your house and it makes you think of, or, you know, you have fragrances around your house. Most of your listeners, I imagine. Yeah, or if they have candles. of the world. Yeah. Um, you know, I can imagine Wonder Woman might wear something like this because this smells very confident or whatever right and you can even use soaps you can use the shampoos in your shower go raid your bathroom and, and take five things place them next to each other and start saying who would wear this smell or who would shampoo with this or right, right. yeah the spices in your kitchen in your pantry yes. or the, you know really all the tea in your pantry yes. whatever yes and the candles as we said earlier that's how xavier started right xavier yeah. with the candles so I'm sure people have lots of different smelling candles Lots of options, lots of things to do. 
thank you both so much for joining me and for sharing what you thank, do. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you so much. Well, Xavier, thanks keep, for having us. Yeah, keep it up, Xavier. You're doing a great job. Wasn't that a great conversation? I just wanted to review some of the key things that we talked about and encourage you to engage children in your life to smell more. So the first thing is pretty obvious. It's to simply pay attention when the child mentions a smell. As we said, so often we just let the comment pass when this could be a really great opportunity to acknowledge olfactory observations, something in their environment that smells and nurture that curiosity more. Ask the child what they think of the smell. How does it make them feel? And maybe even ask them to describe the smell with any words they can. Secondly, why not try the game Xavier plays with his Aunt Emily? Who should wear this? Pick a few fragrances you have in the house, or any scent really, even scented things in your bathroom, and have the child decide which character would wear this. Whether it's a Disney character or a superhero character, whatever they're into at the moment. Then third, practice describing smells. This is great for both the child and the adult, right? It's so hard for us to describe smells because we're not taught to do it at an early age. So by starting when the child is younger, you can start giving them vocabulary for smells. They'll have a great head start. Xavier said he uses a fragrance wheel to help guide him. If you don't have one, they're easily available online. My dear friend Mandy Aftel has a great one. Fourth, explore learning about individual smells that go into a fragrance. Have the child smell raw materials, like real spices and herbs from your kitchen, or their essential oil equivalents if you work with essential oils. Depending on their age, because it can be harder for younger children, right? As a bonus, have them try to find that raw material smell in a fragrance. That's a fun exploration. Then fifth, do a sniffari. I love that word. I mean, what's not to love about a sniffari? It doesn't cost anything, and it's a great activity to do indoors or out. Really, it just depends on the weather. If you can go outside, explore your surroundings. You heard how Emily had Xavier smell flowers right outside of the movie theater. Go on targeted snafaris where you focus on smelling all the plants that are green or pink or red. The point is to use your nose as much as possible to explore the world around you. Lastly, if you aren't able to be with a child in person, which I know many of us aren't, there's always an opportunity to connect online, just like Xavier and his aunt do all the time. Get on video and play some fun smelling games like who should wear this, or just enjoy spending 30 minutes smelling the same thing from each other's houses. I don't know, maybe an orange or a spice, something that you both have and just enjoy engaging in a conversation about what you're smelling. Have fun being led by your nose. All right, so try it out, have fun with it. There's no right or wrong. And let me know how it goes. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you can leave me a voicemail or get in touch via email. Let's bring the joy of smelling to as many children as possible. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining me on An Aromatic Life. If you're interested in learning more about your sense of smell from all different perspectives, 
subscribe to the podcast, and invite your friends too. And it would be really helpful if you could rate the podcast so it helps others find it too. I also invite you to check out my website, smellgym.com, where you can take online classes to exercise your sense of smell for health and well-being. And while you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to help you elevate your smell health with everyday items in your home. Until next time, remember to smell everything and have a wonderful day.